Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Fire services have been dealing with um, blazes caused by gorse burning over the uh, the past number of days. Susan is with us on the line today. Susan, how have you been affected? Well, I'm asthmatic and I, I'm pretty minor asthmatic, but I do have an inhaler daily. And then I have an emergency inhaler for if I ever need it. I have not used it in 10 months until the other day. And the smoke was so terrible on the last two days of the month that I used an emergency inhaler three times. And so for someone who has a minor cause of lung problems, it's, it's controllable. But I just can't imagine the people who have children that have severe asthma and severe lung issues, I, they could not have been having a great week. What part of the country are you in, Susan? Down in South Kerry. You're in South Kerry. Okay. And, and obviously there was um, the burning of uh, gorse then in, in, re- in, in recent days. How, how long did this go on for? Well, I mean, it goes on through the whole season, but it just really was bad about the last four or five days of the season. And, you know, the big thing is there's a, there's a distinction between prescribed burning and a wildfire. And the prescribed burning got out of control in some of the cases and became wildfires. And that's really where it gets terrible because the whole side of a mountain goes up in flames. And just going over the Ring of Kerry, I was going between Waterville and Glen Bay. We had to slow down to about 10 miles an hour just to get through the smoke because it was so thick. You could only see about 15 feet. And everyone was okay. slowing down because it was you didn't know what was coming from the other direction. Yeah. The smoke was so thick. And I suppose it was probably you know, more, more prevalent in recent days due to the fact that uh, from the 1st of March, so from two days ago, it's now illegal to light these fires for the remainder of, of the season. There is that, if you want to call it, the, the March 1st deadline. Sure, there's a deadline, but also the weather just was calm. And so, you know, it was pretty calm comparatively. So they had a chance to burn without it, in theory, getting okay. out of control. Kenny Jones is from the IFA in in Kerry, uh, Susan. Kenny is with us here on the line as well. Did it get out of control, Kenny? Uh, From what I can gather, uh, yes, it did probably. But but, I mean, uh, this is all part of uh, our our belief in IFA is a proper management of our hills and and of burning in general. I mean, if you you had... uh, What we'd be looking for is an extended period of burning where it could be managed properly and... uh, uh, proper control of the vegetation and control burning. I, why I sympathise with this lady and this Giovanna, and I understand the, the way she she felt at the time. But if you had a better policy by government or whatever on burning and uh, more and to do more control burning and to burden, we say for instance, uh, get down the control. If you had cut strips uh, along the verges of these places, our, our fire breaks as we call them. Uh, you you wouldn't have any of this problem that that's get noted that's happened. So that's so happened. so do you, so do you think by actually extending the amount of time for which you can you, you can you can burn gorse that this this would actually solve this problem that you had during the week? Yes, I we actually think you you'd have better vegetative management for for and to help farmers to keep their land eligible, and you'd also have less uncontrolled fires because you'd have more control fires and you'd have a longer period to manage it. This is all, this is all about management. How, how long I mean, would you extend it for? A month? like? Uh, or? In, in Northern Ireland at the moment, they, can, they actually can burn up to the 1st of April. So we'd be, we, we were actually uh, looking for something similar. How would you feel about that, Susan? 
Well, just because I read recently about climate change has caused some of the birds to nest earlier rather than later, I think that's a scary proposition, you know, personally, because now the, the birds are nesting even three weeks earlier, so maybe it should be closed on March 1st. I mean, I understand where he's coming from as a farmer. I went online and looked up the regulations and looked up some of the articles in the Farming Journal about controlled burns. Mm. I think one of the biggest issues is, you know, I don't think it's ever going to stop having the burning. But my big issue is have a requirement to what is considered safe. Because if, even if you look at the regulations, it doesn't say if you want to burn 10 acres, you need to have seven people. It doesn't say that. There's nothing that regulates how many people are there to help the farmer control the control the burn. So is there, is there so then is, is there greater um, legislation maybe needed around this, Kenny, around how it's controlled? Uh, possibly, yes. But, you, but you, like you must remember that there's farmers depending on their on their, their livelihood for for controlling vegetation on the hills. They're feeding their livestock on it, and uh, like. If if we want more legislation, by all means, we have to go and look for it. But and it, maybe it should be there. But we also need to remember that there's farmers depending on these mount, mountains and the control of the vegetation to feed their livestock. And maybe the answer is uh, which which we'll be constantly looking for is more support for the actual farmers in the in the areas. So. Uh, not just an issue in Kerry, though. Adrian is in Cork. What's the the story there, Adrian? So what's the how Sorry, close are you, you to the Gorse fires then? I'm. I live on the uh, north side of the of the lake. It's a large lake, and it's surrounded by mountains. And um, what was happening was that because of the weather was fairly dry, uh, and there was a light sort of easterly wind blowing, the smoke was coming down across the lake to where I live, and then further on into Waterville, uh, where where it's quite a reasonable sized population there. There's a primary school. And there was a, a brief period where I, the smoke was so bad, I actually had to get into my car with my dog and drive away and stay away from the house for a few hours uh, before I could come back. But it was hanging over the whole area for about, I would say, two and a half, three days. And uh, the fire at the at the east end of the lake was way out of control and it was burning forestry. Uh, which had been recently replanted. Uh, I, I, I met a, an employee of uh, Quilter who told me that the whole area had been uh, carefully managed in order to encourage wildlife and that there was a, a white-tipped eagle nesting there. And he said he was very upset by the the damage that had been done because the fire was it was lit and then hadn't been controlled. And when you consider the area of land involved, the idea that uh, a farmer on his own uh, can, you know, even with a couple of people helping him keep a, a fire like that under control is, is just not, it's not likely to happen. And okay. I didn't see anyone, I didn't see anyone mm-hmm. actually controlling the fire at, at any time during that sort of three-day period. But that, that doesn't sound acceptable, Kenny. I'm not saying I'm not saying that it is, but that's coming back to my point about management management of of these uplands. We don't have a policy on on management management. I mean, we have actually six government departments uh, involved in in 
<laughs> if you want to go and find out information about about how to manage hills, you'll have to go through the, the six departments involved, and uh, everyone will pass the book to the next about having no funding. I mean, there's actually talk at the moment about total ban of of, of burning of, of forests. If you actually go down that route, you will actually end up with more fires because when they will when it when it will start, which like this February, which is so dry, uh, it'll go to control altogether. I mean, that, that happened, it happened in April. You know, in our national park here down in, in Killarney, well, uh, it, I think it was about to be April two years ago, it went completely out of control. We just bunt and bunt for days. So you'll have more of that if you don't okay. actually have management. Obviously. So uh, Hillary is on the line, and Kerry, Hillary, I, I believe you are actually looking out now at the yeah, damage. Is I'm that right? A, I'm looking at a raging fire burning an entire mountain, Nocatina, and near Kilmacalogue, and Lorak, and the whole mountain is gone. Everything living on that mountain is is dead now. There's nothing left. I go up that mountain all the time. Yes, there's a few sheep, but hardly, hardly any. So I don't know why a whole mountain has been nobody was controlling it. The other night, I, I opened my door to let the dog out, and there was a mountain right by me, raging on fire. I don't know how you can control a fire in the middle of the night. But when I rang the fire service, they were so busy with fires all over the place, all over... Uh, all over uh, the Azira Peninsula and the Bear Peninsula. They couldn't get for hours. They were really good. They kept in touch with me. I had a bag packed, uh, ready to go. I didn't want to leave because I thought if the fire comes nearer, the, the, the lady I spoke to in the fire service said, they mm. will come to you. They leave a fire and they'll come to you. I mean, I, I understand that, that, yes, farmers want to control their, the, the vegetation and there are rules and there is control there are rules about control managed burning but this is not what we're seeing and extend, extending time will not make any difference to that nobody's managing them it's like why would you start a fire in the middle of the night the one i'm looking at now is started in the middle of the night the wind blows on mountains i was lucky it blew in the other direction and the other half of the mountain got burnt and you know it's terrifying and it's just like the whole Barrow Peninsula. You you go on the road, the track at the top of my I, I lived out right down a track and, and, and the, the the all the grass verge, all the hedgerows, which sheep don't graze on anyway, were, were just completely burnt. Is that box over to me? I have no way out. Is it is is it far from us? I was just going to ask you, I mean roughly what's the the proximity, Hillary? Uh well it, it, it down the end of my track is probably uh I passed there's there's one other house and it's like I walk it in five minutes, so it's really near and and it's a tinderbox and and you know it's been dry there hasn't been much rain and I mean it I mean apart from you know it's one off housing it's really dangerous things can go wrong nobody is controlling the fires and there are rules about management mm. there, there, but nobody seems to pay any attention to them and it's spread so quickly. It there has to be another way to manage land. There just has to be. Okay. And I mean, you burn all the habitats, all the peatlands, all the all the bog lands, the ancient is you drive down to Kenmare and it's it's devastated down into Lorock. It's just 
the place is black. And yes, the grass will grow, yeah. but we lose everything. We lose the habitat. Yeah, there's a number of people actually just getting in touch with us about this. Um, and obviously, the you know, the people concerned like you, Hilary and, and Susan and, and Adrian um, about the impact of this. And like Kenny, as you're, you're making the point that you think that, you know, there's um, that there's ways to address it and even to look at the deadline of it. Look, lunchtime live at newstalk.com. That's the email if you want to get in touch with us about this today. I'll have to leave it there, though, for the moment. Kenny, Susan, Adrian, Hillary, thanks a million for joining us on the programme. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.